0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Riding in Cars with Cats. I'm your host, Mike Tanner, and today I want to talk to you briefly about comfort zones. The more I've met more people, the more I've realized that a large number of us have a variety of things that cause us discomfort. It may be that we are, you know, that we don't enjoy large crowds, or it may be that we, you know, don't like to, you know, meet people new or, or any number of things. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the great advantages that lie in stepping outside of your comfort zone and how you can use that, that experience to really grow you know, either your business or you personally in a way that really will make a big difference for you. So I am currently on my way to a chiropractic appointment having just gone to a tweet up so if you're not familiar a tweet up is where people who know each other on the internet uh come together in person to meet and these are people that i talk to constantly all the time and they some of them have become very good friends online but they're people that i really haven't met a lot in person and It is something that I am actually very awkward about. I seem like a very, very um, uh, outgoing uh, person. I I seem like I'm probably an extrovert. And the truth is, I'm really not. I'm actually incredibly uncomfortable in groups. I'm incredibly uncomfortable meeting new people. And I am very nervous and sensitive about the idea of... uh, of not knowing people and and those sorts of things. It's something that has in the past given me, you know, borderline panic attacks, but that I've had to work on very hard in uh, growing my business, for example, where I really do have to pretty regularly meet new people and, and experience new things. I'll give you a sort of a bit of a, a background on me that'll give you an idea of how it is that I've developed this ability to be, terrified of new things and new people while still experiencing them. So when I was a kid, my mom worked for a company called Old Ham Engineers. And Old Ham Engineers was a company that got a contract in Nova Scotia to remunerate the counties for the introduction of the 911 system. In the early 1990s, Nova Scotia didn't have an actual 911 program. You still had to know the number for local services, et cetera, in order to get help if you needed an ambulance, or if you needed the police, or if you needed fire department, or whatever. And one of the things that's really interesting about this is, I, I had no idea how this would work. In my mind, I thought, okay, well now we all call nine one one, but there were a few problems with the way that num that companies or sorry, the counties and cities and towns had numbered themselves. So a prime example would be that. The way that it actually works in uh, enumeration is that every tenth of a kilometer receives a civic address. In the city, this makes perfect sense because the houses are really close together. But what happened in the country is that the first person to build their house on the right side of the street called themselves Two Old Smith Lane. And the second person to build their house on the right hand side called themselves Four Old Smith Lane. And there were seven kilometers between those houses. And so what you ended up with was numbers that that didn't make any sense. The second thing is that you had sort of these agreements on what places would be called. So, for example, I might say that I lived on Old Smith Lane, but you living on the same street might say that you lived on Smith Road. And a third person might say they lived on Highway 4. And a third person might say a fourth person might say something else. There were problems with the agreed upon designations of streets. So my mom's job during this time uh, was to go from county to county and basically get people to agree on what the hell their numbers were. So during this time, I was in grade five when this whole thing began, and between grade five and grade seven, so in a two-year span, I lived in Woolfield, Digby, Yarmouth, Liverpool, Anaganish, and Halifax. None of these places are less than an hour away from each other, so it was not a matter of short moves. It was a matter of basically moving to entirely new communities and getting to know entirely new groups of people. I was very, very shy, but what I realized quite quickly was that I I couldn't be. There There was no chance for me to be shy if I was going to meet new people. So, when I moved to Digby, I began playing baseball. I made friends in my apartment building. Uh, you know, I, I got to know people very quickly. And when I moved to Yarmouth, I had gone through a big growth spurt. I started playing basketball. I got to know everyone really, really quickly. And what I started doing was every town that I went to, I would sort of have this chameleon like experience where I would figure out what qualities I had or could demonstrate that would endear myself to these people. And then I would really push that quality. So in one town I did acting in another town, I played basketball in another town. I played in the orchestra in another town. I just sort of, I played Dungeons and Dragons, like wherever I went, I basically decided, okay, I need to really, really get to know people here very, very quickly. And that was sometimes very, very difficult. But what it's led me to do is to be able to get to know people very quickly. It has not changed the fact that I am terrified of groups and terrified of new experiences, of not knowing people, of not being liked. All of these things uh, continue to be real uh, fundamental issues for me, but I basically continue to uh, try to work my way through them. And it is through pushing that envelope in terms of my comfort zone that I've really been able to develop my business, develop my network. People often think like, oh, that's a really, like, he's a really outgoing guy. He goes to these meetings and he, and he, you know, goes to networking groups and he talks to everyone. He gets to know people really quickly. And it's quite the opposite. It is a terrifying moment for me at every, at every opportunity. The first meetup I went to, I I did not really enjoy the only person that I really knew who was there was sort of engaged with other people. And I just found the experience quite, quite difficult. And so when I was asked to attend one today, sort of a holiday meetup, I said yes, because I was going with a friend and, and she wanted me to go, but I was terrified. I was terrified at the idea that I was going to put myself out there and experience something new. And The response was amazing. And the response, here's the thing, is that all of those things that terrify you, you're always going to find that what you're expecting is not really what happens. I regularly feel like, okay, uh, these people, you know, they're not going to like this. They're not going to like me. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. And then I find out that my expectations are so much higher than anyone else's expectations in terms of what I'm what's going to happen. I really want you to do your very best over the next little while to try and experience things and put yourself in places where things are challenging, where things are difficult, where things are not necessarily easy or comfortable because moving outside of your comfort zone just has way, way too many uh, positives to not do. And There are certainly some negatives, and I'm not going to say that every experience is going to be magical, but I am going to say that none of the experiences are going to be interesting or magical if you just keep doing the same thing you're always doing. With that, I am at my chiropractor's. I'm going to go get fixed. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Take care.